section four of scripture texts with expositions and sentence prayers from calvin's commentaries on the minor prophets by john calvin this librivox recording is in the public domain obadiah and jonah nineteen wisdom destroyed shall i not in that day saith the lord even destroy the wise men out of edom and understanding out of the mount of esau obadiah eight though men be in many respects blind whom god guides not by his spirit and on whom he shines not with his word yet the worst blindness is when men become inebriated with the false conceit of wisdom god indeed permits the ungodly for a long time to felicitate themselves on account of their own acumen and counsels as he suffered the Edomians to go on prosperously. But we are warned by these words that if we excel in understanding, we are not to abuse this singular gift of God, as we see the case to be with the ungodly, who turn to cunning whatever wisdom the Lord has bestowed on them. There is hardly one in a hundred to be found who does not seek to be crafty and deceitful if he excels in understanding. We see that the world perverts this excellent gift of God, the more reason there is for us to labour, that our wisdom should be founded in true simplicity. This is one thing. Then we must also beware lest we trust in our own understanding and despise our enemies, and lest we think that we can ward off any evil that may impend over us. But let us ever seek from the Lord that he may vouchsafe to us at all times the spirit of wisdom, that he may guide us even to the end of life. Prayer Grant, Almighty God, that as Thou hast once for all received us under Thy protection, and hast promised that our salvation would be so much under Thy care, that whatever Satan and the whole world may contrive, Thou wilt yet keep us safe and secure. O grant that, being endued with perseverance, we may remain within our borders, and not be carried away here and there, either by craft or by wicked counsels. But be Thou pleased to keep us in genuine integrity." that being protected by thy help we may by experience find that true which thou declarest in thy word that they who call on thee in truth shall ever know thee to be propitious to them and since thou hast already made open to us an access to thee in the person of thine only begotten son o grant that we the sheep may rely on him as our shepherd and resignedly abide under his protection until at length we be removed from all dangers into that eternal rest which has been obtained for us by the blood of christ thine only son amen twenty a fearless preacher and Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Jonah 3, four. Jonah here relates that he went to Nineveh according to the command of God. He shows then how faithfully he executed the duty enjoined on him, and thus obeyed the word of God. Hence Jonah came and began to enter into the city and to preach on the first day. This promptness proves clearly how tractable Jonah had become, and how much he endeavoured to obey God in discharging his office. For, had there been still a timidity in his heart, he would have inspected the city as careful and timid men are wont to do, who inquire what is the condition of the place, what are the dispositions of the people, and which is the easiest access to them, and what is the best way, and where is the least danger. We now see how prompt he was in his obedience, who had before attempted to pass over the sea. He now takes hardly a moment to breathe, but he begins at the very entrance to testify that he had come in obedience to God. He says that he cried, 
this freedom shows that jonah was divested of all fear and endued with such boldness of spirit that he raised himself up above all the hindrances of the world no fear was able to prevent him from doing his duty as a faithful servant for he had evidently been strengthened by the lord prayer grant almighty god that as there is so much timidity in us that none of us is prepared to follow where thou mayest call us we may be so instructed by the example of thy servant jonah as to prepare ourselves for thorough obedience and that though satan and the world may oppose us with all their terrors we may yet be strengthened by a reliance on thy power and protection which thou hast promised to us and may go on in the course of our vocation and never turn aside but thus contend with all the hindrances of this world until we reach that celestial kingdom where we shall enjoy thee and christ thy only begotten son who is our strength and our salvation and may thy spirit quicken us and strengthen all our faculties that we may obey thee and that at length thy name may be glorified in us and that we may finally become partakers of that glory to which thou invitest us through christ our only lord amen twenty one the mercy of god then said the lord thou hast had pity on the gourd for the which thou hast not laboured neither madest it grow which came up in a night and perished in a night and should not i spare nineveh that great city wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand and also much cattle jonah four ten and eleven god shows here how like a father he provides for mankind each one of us is cherished by him with singular care but yet he represents here a large number that it might be more manifest that he has so great a concern for mankind that he will not inconsiderately fulminate against any one nation god shows here to jonah that he has been carried away by his own merciless zeal though his zeal arose from a good principle yet jonah was influenced by a feeling far too vehement this god proved by sparing so many infants hitherto innocent and to infants he adds the brute animals oxen were certainly superior to shrubs if jonah justly grieved for one withered shrub it was far more deplorable and cruel for so many innocent animals to perish we hence see how apposite are all the parts of this similitude to make jonah loathe his folly and to be ashamed of it for he had attempted to frustrate the secret purpose of god and in a manner to overrule it by his own will so that the ninevites might not be spared although they laboured by true repentance to anticipate the divine judgment prayer grant almighty god that as thou hast in various ways testified and daily also dost prove how dear and precious to thee are mankind as we enjoy daily so many and so remarkable proofs of thy goodness and favour o grant that we may learn to rely wholly on thy goodness so many examples of which thou settest before us and which thou wouldst have us continually to experience that we may not only pass through our earthly course but also confidently aspire to the hope of that blessed and celestial life which is laid up for us in heaven through christ alone our lord amen end of section four